Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Happy Talk Tuesday. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, and I'm here live at the Amateur Expert show, taping episode 17, and today I'll, I will be interviewing Steven, and he just entered the room, so we'll get him added. He is the founder of Punch Kids, and I'm looking forward to getting to hear his story. All right, we're ready. We're rocking and rolling. <laughs> how you how doing? You, how you doing, Stephen? Nice to talk to you. Likewise. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And if you can, please just introduce yourself to the audience and tell them who you are and um, just a little bit about Punch for Kids. Perfect. I'm Stephen Matthews, owner of Punch for Pound Kids. Um, we're dedicated to developing today's youth and to tomorrow's leaders through the arts of the boxing, the selfless service of mentoring, and advocacy of healthy thinking. Awesome. So, Stephen, when you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, um, honestly, I think I had the same dream a lot of kids like um, that come from where I come from had, you know, be a basketball player, professional athlete. Uh, make it out, take care of your mom. Um, if that didn't work, I want, actually wanted to be a math teacher. Okay. And where are you from? Where did you grow up? I actually grew up in Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay. All right. Um, and so how did you transition from athlete, professional athlete to math teacher to being the owner and founder of um, your organization? Um, that's kind of a long answer. Uh, I went to the Army at 17. Okay. And so coming from an environment where you kind of really want to be a provider and uh, be a crush for your mom, that's what led me to the military so early. Um, post the military, uh, I came back home to Greensboro. Okay. A lot of my friends, right. they were uh, still in an, an environment where... Um, <clears throat> You know, they just were participating in activities that would, you know, put them in, in vulnerable positions. And so because of those decisions they made and they were having challenges with employment and residence, that led me to want to start servicing the community. So one of my first ventures in servicing was um, tough through us for him, preparing ex-offenders for the opportunity of success. Um, and along the, along the ride, uh, I got introduced to boxing. Um, and I did a background okay. crawl. A backyard brawl where we was basically in somebody's backyard. Uh, somebody created a ring. We had a bunch of people, and we boxed. And uh, <laughs> from there, I actually was found. Somebody reached out to a friend here in Greensboro. I went to Ohio, and I actually turned professional and got a management contract. So, oh wow! I, yeah, I'm gonna try to make this story short. I apologize, but long story short, being in Columbus, Ohio, and seeing what how big boxing was as a culture, mm -hmm. um, going into Cincinnati and being in the gym where you have four rings and grandmas, grandpas, grand, uh, uncles, aunts, everybody is there. And so when I came back to Greensboro or North Carolina, rather, I just knew that this was something that I could implement in our community that could help empower the youth. And so uh, 2014, I began that journey. Not really knowing how I was going to get it done, but just having the passion to want to do it. That's amazing. Um, and so... What 
you so, so at the time that you said you wanted to be um, a math teacher and you wanted to be a professional athlete, you said your goal and um, was to be able to provide um, for your mom and your family. So what was your idea of success? Was it making a lot of money or what did that look like to you? Um, success looked like the houses in the neighborhood we drove past on the school bus. Mm -hmm. That's what success looked like. You know, I didn't really have a one tangible item, but under the umbrella of stability, under the umbrella of quality of life and not mm -hmm. struggling, but, you know, being comfortable, that's what I looked at as success. You know? And so, or a house, it was just family and family not worrying about check to check. Right, right, right. Right, right. Um, and now that you have created your organization, um, has your idea of success changed? Definitely, definitely. Um, as a combat vet, as a father, as a community service provider, um, <clears throat> I look at success as one, leaving an inheritance, mm -hmm. um, leaving a legacy built on uh, community service and entrepreneurship, uh, seeing a community um, like when I come from, being able to empower itself from within, where you have black-owned businesses and, you know, banks, uh, uh, farming. So, you know, not that's how we see success, you know, us depending upon each other, being able to put green dollars in black hands, have thriving businesses within the community. That's how I see success today. That's awesome. So um, what tips and motivators did you use along the way? Um, I'm sure, well, I'm not certain, but I, I would assume that um, being in the Army gave you one set of tips and motivators, um, which probably helped prepare you for entrepreneurship. But um, could you just maybe tell us some from each period? Definitely, definitely. Uh, and it was funny that you say it because these are different periods in life. So from 17 to 21, um, the biggest thing I learned was how to submit to authority. Mm -hmm. young black male put it into an entity as such without a father figure or male guidance you there's a conflict and disconnect there right, and so right. learning that process allowed me to learn how to trust and then that mm -hmm. allowed me to start earning learning skill sets that got me to the next level that's awesome um i think as a entrepreneur professional fighter um it's that hat that you have to put on. So now I'm Stephen Matthews, Punch for Found Kids. And so there's this level of professional fighter aggression and, uh, that I have to turn off. So now I got to smile more. And so, and that's a skill, mm -hmm. you know, coming from communities like the one I come from, a lot of our young males have to walk with a certain, you know, uh, chest out, who are right. you? And so when you cross into a world corporately or you cross into entrepreneurship where you have to now learn how to partnership and shake hands, I think the military helped me with that as well, understanding diversity, how to sit in arenas with different mm -hmm. people. But um, being more self-conscious of uh, who Steven is and, and what the energies I give off in these arenas, I think that would be a, a, a great learning curve. That's amazing. And that's, those, that's a very good point um, because there is sort of a dance or, you know, a balancing that you do have to do. Just I think culturally black people have to do that in general but also i think like you said a very good point um the corporate world versus entrepreneurship versus 
being um, a professional boxer. Um, um, so that's, that's, thank you for sharing that. Um, and my last question, um, I'm trying to think what else I can ask you. So I don't want, I, I feel like this, this went too quickly. Um, <laughs> so, okay. You said, what, what were some of the first steps that you took to, um, create punch for pounds kids? The first step was stepping out and believing in Steven. Like I had this idea, this, this thought, and, and taking the uh, initial step to see it manifest in reality. And so that was um, knocking on the doors. I went to a, a nonprofit called Macedonia Family Resource Center in High Point, North Carolina. And I spoke directly to the executive director, and I just let him know, like, I'm a professional fighter, but I want to be able to come to the community and service the youth in this community for free. Um, and so, and, and that's a, a key, what I just said is key because I, I learned how to, early how to pay my way forward. Okay. How to invest into what I'm doing, into other people. So it became an understanding that if I volunteer, if I care about what you care about, that'll give you permission to care about what I care about. And so um, awesome. those initial steps, just put myself in the right arenas and, and making those contacts. Immediately after that, I learned that I needed to start, you know, not going just with passion, but going with uh, data and how do you fill this void and, and what are the numbers in? Because, you know, with everything you do, it's that side too. Um, yeah. So wanting to leave an inheritance and build a legacy, I had to start diving more in on the business side along with the passion right. and start understanding what value is and where my value is and what that looks like. And so, yeah. It was a journey. It was definitely a journey because <clears throat> those that level of information wasn't just readily available. Right. Access wasn't just readily available. And even though I had the, the confidence and the courage to knock on doors, I had the mindset 12 knows one yes. But there were still these other little things we talked about earlier. Uh, do you smile a lot? You know, what do you look like when you, um, how you articulate it? Um, who have you aligned yourself with? You know, all these little yeah, so it's a challenge, but we we making it. We definitely getting there. That's amazing. Um, so trying to think of any bo other bonus questions I can ask. Okay. Um, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Love that question. Um, I definitely see Punch for Pound kids not only being housed in Guilford County, but in other counties. Um, but to start with this county being effective um, on the paper, on paper, um, that 30, 60, 90 day turnaround being effective at multiple schools where it's affecting the juvenile crime rate, um, but has an impact inside the schools where you can see um, a scaling on the academic side. Okay. Um, from a business standpoint, I, I definitely want to continue to increase our workload because if I can do that, and that gives me the opportunity to put younger males and younger um, females in position to do more mentoring that's right. paid. Mentoring is like a huge thing and most people think it's supposed to be for free. And it's a service that, and I say that to say, it's, it's a service that should be, but it's also a service that in order to have a, a mass effect, effectiveness on the uh, larger scale, you would have to bring in these other individuals to make sure you right. can compensate the time at, at yeah. some degree. So, uh, okay. 
yeah, in five years, I see us continue to grow, expanding uh, different, multiple school systems, multiple counties, um, employing and just empowering the community. That's great. And maybe, uh, maybe franchising. Maybe we can get one in Connecticut or, you know, Atlanta, you know. That would be dope. Out. Yeah, no, that would be dope. For certain, we program chartering. I can see that happening. Coming up there, doing some workshops and getting you guys on board. I like it. Yeah. So my official last question um, is, um, I consider myself the amateur expert. I know a little bit about a lot. So if you could please, although you have shared some great information with us already, share um, a random tidbit of information with us that um, is completely random. It could be something, a fact. It could be um, a, a bit of information, um, a source of inspiration, um, but just anything. Mm. So, at 19, I went to Iraq, Kuwait, all the way to Baghdad. And my job in the military was chemical operations specialist. What that really means that uh, provided cover and concealment smoke. So on the front line, you have the enemy over here, we're over here. My platoon can blow what we call smoke, where, you know, any lasers or, or any technology wouldn't be able to see through or detect through the smoke. That's this, uh, like coming out of turbine engine. Um, and so we actually had a mission in the 2003 uh, Iraqi Endure Freedom War. Yes, that's a, a, a fun fact. Yes, a chemical operation mission. You can look that up. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for having me. Um, can you let the people know where they can find you, your social media handles or your um, website or anything along those lines so that if they're interested in learning more about your programs, that they can definitely find you? Yes. So on IG, we're P4PK. Um, on Facebook, Stephen Matthews, as well as the Punch for Pound Kids fan page. And we're located here in Greensboro. If you're ever in the area, please stop by Matrix MMA is the gym, 2023A Benford Street, uh, boxing, kickboxing, Miss Martial Arts, youth classes, adult fitness, all of the above. Um, and always remember, uh, for Steven, I'm always wanting to make sure that you understand you're obligated to empower your community. It, it, it's not like something that you should think about. It's something that should be a, you should automatically want to do. So if I had anything to leave with, Let's do that, guys. Awesome. I will put all your information um, on the YouTube um, description so people can find you um, when they catch the replay. And thank you again for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Have a good night. You as well. Thank you.